0: delightfully fascinating character in the realms of mystery, Charlie Chan. At Pine View, Charlie Chan and Sheriff Don Holt are rapidly approaching a solution of the murder of Madame Landini. One by one, the various suspected persons are being trapped into admitting that they lied. And the Honolulu detective knows that sooner or later, the murderer will make that final slip, which will result in his detection. The inspector, seeking in his mind a reason for John Ryder's unnecessary lie of the day before, walks into the study to find Romano and the sheriff talking. ...while Leslie Beaton, seated by the window, appears immersed
1: in a magazine.
2: Ah, Mr. Romano. <laughs> Did not know you were in study.
1: Romano has been pleading with me, Inspector, to allow him to go to New York.
2: You see, Mr. Chen, I have been to speak with, uh, what do you call, an attorney. He tells me, uh, Mr. Romano, you do not have to remain at the fine of view. If the sheriff or Inspector Chen wish to arrest you, that is different. But they cannot order you to remain... Is uh, that correct, Mr. Chen? Quite correct, Mr. Romano. And to arrest me for the murder of Ellen Landini would be serious business for you, since uh, I am not guilty. It would be, as you say, serious business. Then uh, I do not see any necessity for remaining. I shall leave a fine of you. But, Mr. Romano, that would be very dangerous for you. And you see, Mr. Romano, I should feel very guilty about committing you a great opera in Presario to walk blindly into danger what do you mean mr chap at one time mr romano you told me that perhaps you had information which while we might not realize it would prove who murderer is do you recall uh, yes uh, yes that is a true and you must also realize that while we may not know what that particular piece of information is most certainly the murderer does. Uh, yes, uh, yes, I agree. And further, Mr. Romano, since Dr. Swan was killed because he knew too much, we cannot afford to have the same thing happen to you. So we must request that you remain at View in order to protect you. What? Uh, you cannot force me to stay? I'm afraid, yes, Romano. We shall not arrest you for murder of opera singer, merely arrest you as material witness whom we are afraid may fall victim to murderer who has already perpetrated two vicious killings. What, Mr. Chen? Surely, Mr. Romano, you would not bring suit for false arrest when the arrest we contemplate is only for your protection. What do you think, Sheriff?
1: I think you're right, Inspector. And I'm ready to obtain a warrant holding one Louis Romano as a material witness. In the case of the state of California versus
2: person or persons unknown for the murder of Ellen Landini. So you see, Mr. Romano, either you stay at Pineview in comparative freedom or you remain at county seat in custody. You have made choice? Of what the choice is there, here at the Pineview or in a jail, I shall stay here. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, before you leave, Mr. Romano, have you thought carefully remembering that if you have information which you have withheld, even after arrest of guilty party, you will have to remain full duration of trial. If, however, you see fit to be truthful and to tell everything, you may go very quickly. Perhaps, who knows? Tomorrow? I, uh, well, uh, Mr. Chan, there is only... Yes, Mr. Romano, there is. There is nothing more. I, I know nothing... I ever told you. Yes, yes, Mr. Romano. You have told us before. What I desire is that information you have withheld. I uh, I have a nothing to say. Very well, Mr. Romano. You remain at Pineview. Close the door as you leave, please. Thank you so much. Boy, I thought for a minute he was going to break. Tell us something.
0: So did I. I was sitting
2: here by the window. He didn't see me, but I could watch every expression on his face. Romano is, uh, what do one say, possessor of 100% poker face? He has lived long by outguessing his opponent. I shall speak with him again before he goes to bed. This time, I shall speak with him alone. Perhaps, who knows, a little game of cat playing with mouse. But this time... Charlie Chan shall assume role of cat, not of timid mouth.
1: Well, I hope you learned something. I had another call from the DA's office. Unless we show some results, their investigators will swoop down here like a bunch of vultures. But, Don, they can't find out any more than you have. No, but if they find out half as much as we have, they'll have you, your brother, Romano, and our Singh all in jail before nightfall. Well, we can't all be guilty.
2: No, but arrest, even if followed by complete exoneration, is painful experience. Much space is devoted in press to details of arrest and possible guilt, but less space is afterwards devoted to telling of vindication. Uh, Sheriff. Yes, Inspector? Ancient Chinese expression has it that when road behind is beset for dragon, it is better to risk swimming of mountain torrent ahead. We shall swim torrent. Yeah? Call the district attorney's office and say we shall have murder of Madame Landini under arrest within 24 hours. What? But, Mr. Chan... I'm serious. 24 hours. But doggone it, Inspector, unless... unless you've found something, something we don't know about, why... Not a single thing, Sheriff. You are in possession of all the facts. Then how do you know who... I do not. I only know that we are in possession of a sufficiency of facts. These same facts require to be co-related, and we have solution. We are face to face with solution and only lack proper method of fitting together pieces of jigsaw puzzle. That mistake I shall correct tonight. All
1: right. Cash will be over this afternoon to pick up Dad, and
2: I'll tell him. (laughs) That's the fastest way I know of to inform the whole county. (laughs) Very good, Sheriff. Now, to work. Please be so kind as to summon Mr. Ward and our thing to study. You
1: bet, right now.
2: Mr. Ward first. Tell our thing in two minutes. Right. Miss Beaton... Have you considered what I asked of you only short time ago?
1: Yes. Mr. Chan, I don't...
2: Think... No, please. Say nothing to me. I wish it so. When you have made up mind to tell Sheriff, then tell him. He will tell me. It is better for your future happiness that it be done in that manner. Mr. Ward, much as I dislike to reopen old wounds... It becomes necessary at this point in our investigation. Yes, Inspector. I came to Pine View to locate your missing son. Now your search for said son resulted in death of two persons. No blame attached to you, understand? I deal with purely physical facts. I understand.
0: Because I wanted to find my boy, I invited Landini here.
2: Precisely. Now, Mr. Ward... Swan knew of that son. He blackmailed Landini. The result was that he, too, was killed. Now, Mr. Ward, I wish you to retrace in memory steps to that fateful night. Miss Beaton, sitting in bedroom, saw you, Swan, and Romano all leave study. But I
0: told you Miss Beaton was mistaken. I left the study before you did, Chan. Miss Beaton may have been right about the others. In fact... In uh,
2: fact, we know that she was, because Mr. Ryder also saw them. But John Ryder never said that he saw me. No, Mr. Ward, and it may be that Miss Beaton is mistaken in time. In other words, Miss Beaton may have seen you leave when you did and thought passage of time much shorter than it actually was. Of course. I I hadn't thought of that. Now, Mr. Ward... You met Cecile on backstairs. Did you meet Dr. Swan on backstairs? No, I... I don't think so. But you cannot be certain?
0: Yes, I can. I'm certain I did not meet Swan. Thank you, Mr. Ward, so much. That is all you wish to ask? That is all, Mr. Ward. Then I leave. I was busy with John Ryder checking over the boat.
2: Sorry to have disturbed you in such insignificant matters. Well, what's the idea? I didn't get it all.
0: Neither did I. But I know one thing, Mr. Chan. I wasn't mistaken.
2: Quite right, Miss Beaton. You were not mistaken. Think, Sheriff. Did not Mr. Hugh Beaton say that Swan spoke to him outside house within few moments of shot being fired? Why, yes. He said that Swan tried to blackmail him. Quite, Sheriff. How then did Mr. Ward get from study to back stairs where he met Cecile without seeing Dr. Swan? Hmm. I'll sing, I guess. Come in. Oh, you like to speak to me, Mr. Chan? Yes, I think. Very briefly. I have tried to induce you to tell the truth, I think. Yes, I think. So you have said many times. But look, I think. Do you know what this is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Looking like a wool from blanket. It is, I think. Wool from blue blanket. Oh. Mr. Holt, sheriff's father, found it on arm of this chair chair in which Madame Landini was seated a few minutes before untimely death. The wool blanket i was one you brought for little dog trouble oh sure, sure, me, me fetch some blanket lay him down on uh, on on that chair uh- no i you did not no then suppose uh, someone else lay him down there, huh? no i You had the blanket over your arm all the time you were in this room. That wool got on that chair when you were in the room the first time. The time Landini was killed. Now think about it, Arsene. For just one hour. At the end of that time, be ready with explanation or be ready to go to jail. That is all. And again, thank you so much. Well, the case moves on apace. I'll
0: sing face to face with the evidence, and Mr. Ward lying. Why? After your sponsor's message, Charlie Chan will be with us again. Chan, what philosophical saying have you for us tonight? I have been
2: thinking much on discontented attitude of certain people.
0: Yes, Mr. Chan?
2: Indeed, yes, Mr. Wilson. Think when you strive for wealth that you give not liberty for its possession. He is a wretch indeed who, for the sake of a full rice pail, forfeits his right to think, his right to speak, his right to do. He has forfeited that which he sought. Thank you, Mr. Chan, and good night.